What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I'm excited to be here. It's Friday. It's been cold all week in Austin. Uh, the sun's out. It's bright. It's semi-warm. It's cold when I woke up, but now it's a little bit warm. I got a dog. His name Chester. He snores a lot. He's an old English bulldog. He's amazing. That's a quick update on my life. But yeah, I hope you guys had a chance to check out the amazing podcast I had with the CEO of Pack Up and Go. That was great. I hope you've listened to the top five countries I've visited podcast and also my bottom three. Please remember the bottom three doesn't mean you shouldn't go. It's just, you know, how I rank out of the 50 plus countries I've been to, how I rank my top five and my bottom three. Um, and also, you know, like, share, subscribe, do all that cool stuff when you're checking out the Black Expat podcast. And don't forget my YouTube will be making a roaring comeback fairly soon. Um, again, I'm, I have a lot on deck with that, and I'm just trying to make sure when I launch it, uh, it's just awesome. So it takes a lot of time to build that and to redecorate and stuff like that. But today, what I want to talk about um, is under pressure. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I was asleep. I was asleep, and I thought about this, and I rolled over, grabbed my phone, and I wrote these things down because it's just, it's just so relevant to the time we're in. It's relevant to the holiday season coming up. And so, you know, the lives that we live daily as expats living abroad, or even if you're not abroad, back at home, no matter where you are, it's super relevant, right? So under pressure, I'm going to circle back to this phrase, back to reality, right? What does back to reality mean? And I'm talking about before VR, right? Before all these, you know, Marvel movies and Sony movies where people were going to different realities. But just think back, what does it mean when you say, oh, back to reality? And then what voice do you usually say it in? Is it, yeah, back to reality, or is it, oh, back to reality? Like, think about, really think about it, right? And I'm going to I'm gonna explain why that's important to what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, once I get there, you'll understand, like, man, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Decision-making under pressure, right? Think about elementary school, just from when we were young kids, right? From elementary school, the first moment you go to school, right, you walk into school. For some people, some people go to different types of schools they have now. But back in the day, you know, when I was in kindergarten, it was a lot of pressure on me, right? You had to make friends. You had to figure out where to sit. You had to decide not to pick your nose, right? And then, you know, once you go past kindergarten into, you know, elementary and, you know, the upper stages of elementary, then you have all these tests and quizzes and rules. And, you know, rules are good. People do need structure. I do agree with that. But some rules are a little bit, you know, more intense. Like you had to go home do your homework, and then turn it back in the very next day. You had to do that. If you didn't do that, there were consequences and you weren't going to like them, right? And that's just, you know, a kid, elementary school. And then you go to middle school. Then it gets even more intense because you have to take a test in some countries, specifically Taiwan, and I think in America, I'm not sure. You have to take a test to decide what school you go to, right? If you have the privilege or if you're in a, an area where you have to do that, right? And then there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Oh, I have to start studying really, really hard. I want to get into a good middle school. So I have to make sure I'm studying. I have to make sure I'm doing things in a particular way. That's a lot of pressure, right? Sometimes we forget that, you know, kids are kids, right? Our parents are telling us what we need to do, but all we're trying to do is watch cartoons, eat some candy, go outside and play with friends, or nowadays, play video games. I want to shoot stuff. I want to become a YouTuber, right? I want to do things like that. So then you have that pressure. Then from middle school to high school, it's even more pressure because now you're old enough to understand what you've done. Like you, you remember your friends. You probably know where they live. You probably, you know, join sports teams and clubs with them. You've developed these great relationships. But then you look around and realize that you're not all the same. Some of you are, are better academically. Some of you guys are better sports wise. 
And that all kind of determines where you go for school, right? Unless you live in a community where everyone goes to the same school, which is likely in some places, unlikely in others. But then you have to take a test, another test, to decide in Chicago, at least, and also in Taiwan and other places as well, decide what school you go to. Or you have to decide, do you want to go to this particular school to get into high school? Then when you're in high school, you have to figure out which classes you want to take, right? What direction you want to go in? What do you enjoy? What do you not enjoy? These are big things to think about. And oftentimes as kids and as young people, we get distracted by it, but it's still something that goes through our mind. It's a lot of pressure. And we have to make these decisions at an early age before we kind of honestly fully understand the impact of those decisions. A lot of people always say, you know, if I could go back to school, I would do this, that, or the third. I would have done this a little bit differently. Usually not about college. It's usually about before that, right? When we're just trying to figure out, all right, what is life going to look like for me? Oh, yeah. And then there's college, right? Where the, the, the biggest test of them all, arguably, unless you're going to grad school and med school and all that, the biggest test of them all for the majority of people who end up going to college, right? You take all these tests in high school to figure out what, you, what college you qualify for. Stress, pressure. And then after that stress and pressure, you have to figure out, fill out applications to figure out, all right, what college am I going to go to? Which one can I go to? Then you got to wait to see which one say, okay, you can go there. And then you have to fill out financial aid. And pick your classes and pick your major. It's just pressure upon pressure upon pressure upon pressure, right? Having money alleviates that pressure because, you know, you're not necessarily concerned about the finances, right? Not having money kind of ups that pressure because you're not trying to figure out, all right, how do I get this money? Having scholarships kind of, you know, brings it back down, but you got to work for those scholarships. So what I'm, what I'm pointing out is there's just so much pressure. And we're trained from very early on to make decisions under pressure. Our lives are literally structured to make decisions under pressure, to think things through thoroughly, right? To process things under pressure because there's time limits for everything. Even if it's eight months out, think about it. As an adult, you can plan for things eight months out, but gradually throughout life, these deadlines become shorter. When you're younger, oh, you know you're going to college. Oh, you had time to prepare for it for four years. Well, I didn't really understand what it meant until the last year. Who fault is that? That's your fault. Is it really? Right? Like there's, there's just so many different ways and so many different, our life is structured in such a way that we're constantly thinking about pressure. We're constantly under pressure, right? And then the structure, how everything is, it gets shorter and shorter as you become an adult. Then you work for a company that gives you daily deadlines, right? You have a daily goal you have to meet. You have a quota you have to meet. You have meetings you have to attend. The pressure just, it just condenses and becomes quicker and faster. You have to do things differently. All right, now think about this. Right now, think about when you're a child, the early stages of life before school, how happy you are. <laughs> right. If you have a good family, again, some of us don't come from that. And let's be real. Um, but if you have a good upbringing. Right. How and you look at your childhood photos, your parents took of you and how happy you are, how free you are, how you try different things, how life goes without worry. Now, I understand that we got bills and responsibilities. I get that. But. There was no pressure and you were still accomplishing things. You still learned how to spell your name. You still learned how to color. You still learned, you know, you still learned about what things meant, right? People were patient with you, right? You had that. Now, think about the difference between that and what we're taught to be, right? And also think about why has that happened is taken away from us? <laughs> Who made up all these tests and all these rules and all these deadlines? Who structured life like this, right? Why is that happiness taken away? Why can't we also, you know, have a house, food, live well, and be less worried? Because worry happens no matter 
what environment you're in. It's going to be an element of worry. You can be the richest person in the world and you're always worried about losing it or losing family or taking care of enough people or utilizing your money. Well, they're just worry just comes with life. Right. But that element of freedom, that lack of intense pressure in all these stages, why is it there? Now, let's reflect. Think about it as an adult. When have you made your best decisions? When have you had the most fun? When have you been at your best? When do you feel like you're at your best? Is it when you're under pressure? Is it when you're up against the world? Or like, or like if you're up against the world or if you put your backs against the wall? Is that when you feel like you're at your absolute best? For some people, I know it's like, yeah, I procrastinate, but then I pop out the best essay of my life. Do you really? Again, this may be a factual for you. Do you really? Or if you had less pressure, on other things, you could just focus on what you wanted to do, what you had to do, what you needed to do, what you actually liked. Again, assuming that what you're doing is what you like doing, because what you choose your major in college is based off your likes right at the time. Do you think you would have done better in that mindset? But like, think about the biggest decisions you've had to make. I look at it, you know, with dating. It's a lot of pressure with dating, but I don't think you should choose your partner based on pressure. Like I felt pressured into marrying her, pressured into marrying him, so I just did it. Ah, that ain't gonna work out long term. It can't be under pressure, right? You take your time with it. You try it out. You figure it out. You guys go on dates. You talk about certain things. You go out with your friends. You meet your family. Completely different scenario. And if you are fortunate enough to have found your life partner, you may have gone through a few or more than a few people to get there. But when you think about it, you're, you're probably very happy that you took your time. You made some mistakes. You fell short. But when you finally found your forever partner, you know, your husband, your wife, your person, you were like, man, you did so under so like much less. There was no pressure to get there. You just got there when you got there. For some women and men, it's pressure to get married and have kids. And ask people who've been under that pressure in certain cultures. Do you always end up with the love of your life? Right? No, sometimes you don't. You end up with the person that worked in that moment. But there's a big difference between a moment and a lifetime. So think about this. Back to reality. What does that mean? Why do we say that? Right. Before I get to before I get into that, there's freedom in being an expat. And some people do leave the country to escape the pressure that comes with being in the U.S. Now, there, there, now, of course, there's pressure with being an expat, just figuring out how to live. But that's freedom. Think about it. as a kid, you're figuring out what to do, how to live, who you are. You're finding your fingers and your thumbs and your toes. You're figuring out, you know, what your body does. What you like, what you don't like. That's why kids touch hot things. They don't know what it is. They're just figuring it out. But there's freedom in that. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes, but there's so much freedom in that. And sometimes expats, we leave the country to escape the pressure that comes with being what we are. And we stay in that place because we understand that going back means confronting that pressure. Right? I've talked to Taiwanese women who've said, I don't like being at home because I'm 26 years old and all my parents talk about is getting married and having babies. You don't want to be too old when you have babies. Who says that? Well, doctors say the older you get. Yes, that's true, but it's not impossible. Oh, well, when you talk to find a husband, nobody's going to like you because you're going to be too old. Why? 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 Why is that? So some people, not just Americans, all over the world leave to just, just to escape the pressure. They're tired of that building up on them. That's huge. So there is freedom in being an expat. So people leave for that reason. And then when you go to another country, you know, I ended up staying for 11 years and I didn't leave for that reason. I mean, no, I didn't, because I didn't really have pressure for my family or things like that to do those things. But the freedom that I felt while being abroad was amazing. I was happy. 
I may not have had the, the ideal job. I kind of lucked out because my first eight years, I did have the best. I loved my job. I love my students. Right? I just found letters from my students the other day that I shared, and I'm still connected with them. That's an amazing lifelong connection I have with amazing people all over the world, specifically in Taiwan. Right. But like, really, really think about it. Like, I was so happy. I was liberated. I was at my best. I was creative. My mind was just out there. Now, I'm not saying you have to be an expat to feel that, but really, really think about it. Really, really think about it. How can you do that where you are? Right. And again, there's two sides to this coin. And I'll just use vacations as an example. People who love pressure, they plan their own vacations. Right. You plan your own stuff. You like the pressure and God forbid it be a group trip. You like it it's because it's what you're used to. And maybe you just genuinely enjoy it. For those who don't, you can still take a trip, but just get lost in the moment. Don't over plan. Just say, you know what? I'm going to Orlando and I'll figure it out when I get there. What do I need when I'm there? I need a place to sleep. I can figure out where to eat, especially now with technology. Even back in the day with maps. It's just going and talking to people at bars and restaurants and gas stations and all that. You can figure it out. It's not that hard. But we put so much pressure, because it's how we're, we're structured, so much pressure on ourselves, right? Oh, I have to know what I'm doing when I get there. I have to have this. I have to be first class. I have to have a check bag. Oh, God forbid I forget my makeup when I'm out. I mean, why though? I mean, yes, it may be, if it's important to you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, devalue the things that we need and we feel like we need as individuals, but just really thinking about it and breaking it down, like where does this come from? Right? And again, the freedom, how can we get back to that feeling we had as kids while still getting the things that we need as adults? That's a deep question. And we get into that in a series of podcasts I'm going to do for December. But man, like think about it. Now, the last thing I told you I'm going to get back to this, back to reality. When you say that, like, as you thought about it, as I was talking through the podcast, what did that mean to you? What did back to reality mean? Right? Because usually when we say that, it's, man, I'm in a great coming back from vacation. Oh, I love this. And somebody, you know, uh, somebody said this to me the other day when they got back from vacation. Damn, back to reality. I got to go back to work. <laughs> I mean, of course, they hated their job. So if you love your job, maybe you wouldn't say work first. Uh, it's back to reality. The stress of life. But like it was always particular things that came with it, right? Why, why, is, why is this figment of reality that we create in our minds not what we actually live? You guys know me, right? Before I make some big time life decisions, I want to travel still more. I need it for myself. Otherwise, if something big happened before I was prepared to do that, I'd hate myself. I'd be angry. I know what I need and I'm going to make sure I get that. Right. So this idea of what my reality will be in my mind is something I'm going to put into. It's going to be my everyday. Right. Because when you think about, you know, getting married and having kids, that is a reality that you're imagining. And you can you create that. Most of us do. Like when people who achieve their dreams, like I found my dream job. I made it to the NBA. I know, I know that's a huge stretch. I got I got this job that I, I've been dreaming of my whole life. I left. I've been working for it. I got this degree. Right. We make we make things we create in our minds are actual realities. But why do we stop there? Our daily lives should be a semblance of that as well. Again, it's hard with jobs, pandemic, a lot of things changed. But this gave us the time to sit back, reflect, pivot, make adjustments, and work toward back to reality being our reality. From not living under pressure every single day of our lives. Even if there are things that are preventing us from living the way that we want to. 
shifting our our perspective, the way we think about things, to relieving some of that pressure and opening our eyes to just enjoying the moment, enjoying the day. Like yesterday, I, I, I had a decision to make. I was like, man, I want to get this done, but I needed to make I need to make extra money, right? Still recovering from the pandemic. Y'all know that. Become a patron, support the Black Expat podcast. But um, but I was doing I did something huge yesterday, which I'll announce again next month as well. And I was like, you know what? Instead of doing this, even though you know you need to, um, financially you need it, enjoy the day. And I told myself that, and I was like, you know what, yeah, because tomorrow's not promised. I just decided to enjoy the day. Deal with the consequences, but enjoy the day. Because I'm not going to get another day like that. Hope. It's the only day it's going to be like that in my life. And I don't want to look back on it and say, I missed the moment because I, I had to, I was under pressure to do this. All right, people. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Once again, and as always, if you haven't become a patron of the Black Expat Podcast, make sure you guys do that to support the Black Expat Podcast ongoing. And if you know for sponsors, people trying to sponsor me, uh, please let me know. Shout out, you know, shout me out on Instagram. My Instagram is going to be popping this weekend, so make sure you check it out. But uh, shout out to Pack Up and Go. Make sure if you guys sign up for, for a trip with them, you say the Black Expat referred you. Um, Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Have a great weekend. My name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out of here.